The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven, Dosumu, top of the key, driving, pull up from 15, it's good! He got it! With point five on the clock, and Io Dosumu has put Illinois ahead again! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Dosumu against the man-to-man. Pass inside, Kofi. And the finish! He slams it in! Dribbles into the paint. Top balance shot blocked by Kofi Coburn. Out of there with it, Dosumu to the basket. Lay it up, go! Out top, Dosumu. Right wing, right corner, Frazier for the lead! And he buried it! Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan Kahn. The Illini heading out for their final true road game of the year, looking for quite a bit. They go for their fifth straight win. They could clinch a top four seed in the Big Ten tournament, and they could ruin senior night for the Buckeyes, all with a win tonight in Columbus. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever you want to call it. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn live in our downtown game day studios here in Champaign running things with Scott Beatty traveling with Illinois baseball. I'm joined in studio by my main man, Lauren Tate. The Illini come in ranked 23rd, 20-9 overall, 12-6 in the Big Ten, number 19 Ohio State, 20-9 overall as well, but they're 10-8 in the Big Ten. And Lauren, it seems like it's that time of year, especially with the way things are going this year, that that every game is, is bigger than the one before it. And the Illini, they have a chance to stay tied for first place in the Big Ten, but it's not a situation that's unfamiliar for, for this Illini this year. Well, I, I think the Illini have played pretty well on the road, you'd have to say, with the victories they've had. Uh, the chance to win a, a, a Big Ten championship is right there, you know, within reach in the final week. You can't ask for any more than that. Of course, six losses is a lot, but uh, I, I, I think there were people, if you go back a month or two, you said, well, there might be six losses and now Michigan State and Maryland could have changed that, but uh, they've faltered uh, late in the late going, particularly Maryland. And uh, so this is a great opportunity for the Illini, and uh, I don't know what to say. The, the, the main concern I have tonight is the three-point shooting of Ohio State. They're just they're all five guys can shoot. When I say all five, I'm including Caleb Wesson, who's 43 out of 100. That's 43% the way I figure it. And uh, his brother is also deadly. He's... 44.3%. So Illinois has somehow got to guard him on outside, and yet at the same and then and by the way, this is going to be a problem for uh, Kofi. Kofi Coburn has got to get out on Weston. He has to. There's nobody else can cover him. You can't do like in, you did against Indiana where you could put him against a slower uh, power forward. This is a situation where um, Kofi's really going to be tested, and he's going to have to get away from the basket. Yeah, I have written here. It seems like these two teams, you look at the the numbers and the few games that I've watched Ohio State this year, they seem like they match up pretty well, but 
other than that three-point shot, Ohio State, they they shoot it well and they shoot it a lot, but that's something that the Illini have focused on here recently uh, is shutting down teams' three-point shooting. So, uh, yeah, I would I would watch for that, try to limit their threes, and then see if the Illini can hit some threes themselves. Yeah, I don't know if you can stop Ohio State from there. They, they shot 21 threes against uh, Michigan in their last win and, and hit 11 of them. That's tremendous shooting, and... Uh, those points add up fast if you're hitting those threes, and they are home, and uh, this is their opportunity. So, you know, they're um, they're going to be in the NCAA tournament, and they're going to be dangerous. Uh, a loss today for the Illini, it doesn't really hurt things, but I feel like a, a win here, and really all bets are off at that point. Then they've secured the the double buy for sure, and they're right there uh, a win away from, from sharing the Big Ten tournament, or title, that is. Yeah, I I think a lot of us are, are concerned about that extra game in the NCAA tur- in the Big Ten tournament. Actually, I'm not. I I'm more. I just think a, a winning a Big Ten championship is it comes along. Uh, I shouldn't say so infrequently because there was a period back there when Illinois had uh, Kruger and Self and and Weber when they all won Big Ten championships in, in in a short period of time. But that's been 15, 20 years ago, and this is now and. Boy, it's, uh, it'd be something to come out of this thing. I would think if Illinois somehow came out of this with the Big Ten Championship that maybe you, you'd have a, a Coach of the Year here. Yeah, we're off and running here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Big game between Illinois and Ohio State coming up tonight at 6. You can see the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. Up next, we'll... Talk with News Gazette beat writer Scott Ritchie previewing the matchup. Later, we got our keys to the game, plus the coach's corner with the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart, and Illinois assistant Orlando Antigua. All ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back on Fighting Illini Game Day, Evan Kahn, Lauren Tate taking you up to the 6 o'clock tip between Illinois and Ohio State. Let's get the view from the court. We're joined by News Gazette beat writer Scott Ritchie covering the game out in Columbus. And Scott, Big Ten is a big man's league. It seems like this is a kind of a, a focal point of every game, but especially this one, Kofi Coburn versus Caleb Wesson. Seems like the, the big matchup here today. There we Kofi go. Ben. Now I think we got you, Scott. That was my oh. bad. Hey, was, how we doing? Good. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a little different matchup for Kofi tonight uh, than he had it uh, against Indiana where you know, he could just kind of sit in the paint and then wound up you know, blocking six shots. Uh, Caleb Wesson's going to pull him away from the basket, um, and have to you have some more growth on that you know part of his defense, and it's a, maybe a good primer for Sunday where Luca Garza is going to do the same thing to him. But uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting matchup tonight. Uh, but the one thing I'm maybe most interested in is like if Illinois can get Ohio State in foul trouble, because uh, Ohio State played seven players in their last game and then the second half it was only six with EJ Liddell the only uh, guy coming off the bench for them and they just don't have a lot of depth right now uh, Kyle Young is unlikely to play I think you know, he listens day to day but you know, kind of a pretty bad ankle sprain and then you know they don't have DJ Carton back um, 
Musa Jallo's been out all year. It's, just, it's a thin Ohio State team, and Illinois can you know get a starter or two in foul trouble. I think, and that could be their advantage tonight on the road. Yeah, I think foul trouble is going to be something big here as well, and. With that foul trouble, you know, Io, since he's come back from his injury, 75% against Penn State, and now he's back to 100%, you would think, 20 points per game over his last four games since he's returned. Who is going to be tasked with trying to slow down Io, do you think, on Ohio State's side? And then, yeah, do they have the depth if they do get in foul trouble to cover him? I mean, I think probably the first guy to draw that assignment will be Luther Muhammad, would be my guess. Um, Ohio State can... Maybe turn to, you know, Dwayne Washington. You know, if if Muhammad gets in foul trouble, then the best bring, you know, a different lineup, you know, for them. Yeah, without you know their guards on the court like that. So, I mean, they're just they're just not deep. Um, and if Io attacking the basket like he can, you know, get some fouls on you know Luther Muhammad or or uh, uh, Dwayne Washington, then that's, that's huge for Illinois. And you know, Andres Feliz can do the same thing. Well, we go back to that uh, three-point shooting, and, and uh, Illinois will really be hard-pressed to stop this because this is Ohio State's game all of a sudden. It looks to me like they might be shooting a three about as good as anybody in the Big Ten. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, probably at the, the top of the, the scouting report for Illinois defensively. But they've shown on the road where they you know, can take teams that – I really rely on the three-pointer and either limit you know the number of attempts and you know force you know tough twos instead of threes or just frustrate teams into not shooting a very good percentage and you know, just look at the win at Purdue where you know Purdue only shot eight three-pointers uh, made three but I mean that's was far below their average at home and then you know the same at Penn State where you know they still shot quite a few but they just didn't make very many and you know Illinois. You know, followed through on their defensive assignments and forced Penn State to take tough twos. So I would imagine it's going to be something similar tonight. It's just a matter of Illinois maybe executing like they have uh, previously this season. I got one comment to make about the fact that they played uh, five players between 33 and 37 minutes. All five and double figures that game, all five and double figures the previous game. So they do play five players and the bad part, I mean, of course, they are subbing with uh, E.J. Liddell, who we know very well, but the bad part of that is they keep their best players in the game. I wish Illinois would do that. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of harangue on that point a lot. I just think that I think if you limit coaches to five players and they had to play five, they'd be better off sometimes. Yeah. But uh, that's just me talking. Well, and Brett Underwood has tightened up his he rotation. He really has, yeah. Uh, kind of in general this season, but also you know, here lately where – uh, Georgia Pashanjvili and Alan Griffin are maybe the, the guys getting the minutes off the bench, and Kipper Nichols' minutes have gone down, and even you know, against Indiana, Alan Griffin's minutes you know weren't you know as high as they were the, the previous game in Northwestern. Uh, mostly it's because uh, some defensive lapses on his part, you know, probably you know, predicated that. But Red Underwood is not playing ten guys like he did say his first season at Illinois. Uh, it's it's more like seven, maybe eight, and. Uh, I'm kind of with you, Lauren. It's not, it's not a terrible thing. Both teams on a winning streak. Something's got to give. Scott, thanks for coming on with us. We look forward to your coverage in the News Gazette. Enjoy the game. All right. Thanks, guys. We have our keys to the game coming up after the break here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. 
It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Evan Conlor and Tate back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's time for our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, what are your keys? Well, I think uh, the keys, first of all, I want to see Frazier. Uh, they got Bazanisvili back on the track, I think, in the last game against Indiana. He played pretty well. And I think that now Fraser in the last 10 games is 13 for 54 from three-point. 13 for 54. That's not good enough. We need to get him hit shooting and, on the other hand, stop the three-point shooting on the other side. This game, I think, will hinge on three-point shooting. Yeah, that was one of my keys. And Scott had the other side of one of my keys. I think the Illini themselves, they need to avoid foul trouble with how good the you mentioned the first five of Ohio State. It'd be nice if Illinois can match up their best five with their best five and stay out of foul trouble and I think they got to they got to play in the moment uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier they played against Maryland at home about a month ago with a chance to go into first place and they couldn't do it and I think that they can't let the moment get to them just play 40 minutes like like it's any other game and and things could be good uh, headed into Sunday against Iowa watch DJ Liddell off the bench because he'll be inspired he's the player of the year in the state of Illinois and Tremendous! Uh, Illinois tried awfully hard to recruit him, didn't get him, and uh, he'll be he'll be trying to do it tonight. Yeah, we've seen uh, a few former Illini recruits have some career games against Illinois, so hopefully that doesn't happen here tonight. Lauren, thanks for coming in. Hope you hopefully we we feel better. Uh, I asked him how he felt whenever I came in, and he said that we're going to find out, and <laughs> I'd agree. We're going to find out here in the next well, this three is a hours. Tough one. Illinois is over a five point underdog in this game, so you know it's going to be tough. Lauren, thanks for coming in. Enjoy the game. We have the Coach's Corner coming up next with uh, Illini assistant Orlando Antigua. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. Back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Evan Kahn here, the Illini, getting ready to take on Ohio State here tonight, the next to last game of the Big Ten regular season. Let's get the scout in the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart chats with assistant coach Orlando Antigua, who has the scout for tonight's matchup with the Buckeyes. The coach's corner brought to you by Clark Lindsay and Hickory Point Bank. Here's Brian and Orlando. That we finally get to see Ohio State. What a year they've had, all the way from number two to uh, a little bit of a losing skid like everybody else in this league, and then they're back. They are back, and, uh, you know, what you're start- starting to see is uh, a very well-coached team with a lot of ability, a lot of talent, experience, um, everybody finding their roles and getting into a groove. And like you mentioned, uh, you know, they went through the same adversity as all of us have in this conference in terms of uh, you know going to three or four games uh, skids and and they're playing their best basketball right now and, and five out of the last six games have been have been wins and uh, in games that they're shooting the ball extremely well and particularly from three uh, as a collective group and so um, you know senior night and all the other hoopla that comes along with that and so it's, it should be a, it's gonna be a challenging night it should be a fun night. I know it is interesting, and all coaches kind of nod in agreement. Yeah, we know what they're going through. Everybody that's been a contender in this league, especially the upper, you know, upper portion, 
at some point, you just go through it, and uh, we've all done it. Yeah, we, we, I mean, it's, it's incredible, obviously, when you have the kind of balance and the kind of talent um, up and down the conference. Um, you know, in a year where prior to everyone was saying it was going to be a down year. <laughs> and then you look up and we have the, the, you know, the, the toughest conference in the country. Um, so, you know, you just have to try to weather the storm as much as you can and, and, and hope to uh, that it's the three or four game slide and not a five or six game slide. And, and, you know, we went through ours and we're able to get get back on the right foot. Um, obviously, the Ohio State has done the same and, and now they're, they're playing extremely well. So you got two teams that are, you know, very well coached with a lot of talent, a lot of ability, a lot of experience um, with a lot on the line. A lot on the line for sure. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Ohio State, uh, I know talking to Coach Underwood a little bit, and I know you've seen the same thing. Uh, looks like they've changed a little bit during the course of the year. Are they more outside, uh, all shooting from all spots? They are. They are. They're, they're really balanced. They've got, you know, six, seven guys that um, are averaging six and a half points or more, uh, up to about 13 or 14 on any given night. Any one of those guys can go off for 15, 20 points. Um, like I said, the last six games, they, they've been shooting the ball extremely well from three. Um, you know, we've got probably about five, four or five guys that are shooting plus 40%. Mm-hmm. And, and in particularly at home, they shoot even better. So, you know, we're going to have to do a, 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 a yeoman's work in terms of getting out to them uh, on the catches, to be there on the sh- at the shoot tops uh, when the ball is being delivered so that we can, we can press them and make them try to bounce it. Um, we know that, that the numbers uh, drop drastically when, when you do make them bounce it. Um, so that's going to try to you know that's what we're going to try to try to accomplish. And, and they're playing a little bit unique where Big Wesson uh, Big Wesson is playing more out on the perimeter, <laughs> and Andre Wesson is playing more inside, and he's shooting the ball extremely well, and over plus fifty percent when when they're at home. Not only making and not only making them, but just yeah. taking a lot of threes, right? Are they even, are they yeah. taking thirty a game? Yeah, they're taking about thirty a game, and and they're um, you know they're facilitating through him. They're playing a lot through him. They're playing four out, one in, and he's picking and popping and DHOing and popping and slipping, and you know obviously every now and again he'll get down in the blocks and get to the post because that's also a strength of his. Um, so he, he poses a you know a, a unique challenge for us and a different challenge. We'll take a break. Back with Orlando Antigua after this on the coach's corner from Columbus. Visiting with Coach O here, Orlando Antigua, as Illinois and Ohio State do battle. All right, let's talk about some of the other personnel. We've mentioned the Wesson brothers. Uh, Liddell, of course, young player from the state of Illinois. How's yeah. he doing, by the way? He's playing well. He's playing really well mm-hmm. for him. Comes off the bench and he gives him really, really solid minutes as uh, another guy that's you know playing in the low post. Um, he really impacts the game on the offensive glass. And in the last six games, he's averaging about two and a half offensive rebounds a game. So um, we got to do a great job on him. And he, he, you know, he's ex- extended out his range. He's one of the guys that isn't shooting at uh, many threes. Right. Um, but he's really capable in that 17, 18-foot area um, in the elbows that, that he can make those shots. So, uh, you know, obviously the, 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 the guy that the straw that stirs the drink is C.J. Walker, mm-hmm. um, who's a really, really solid player, great defensively, tough-minded kid um, that gets them going. But the, the other guy that we have to really, really be on high alert on is Dwayne Washington. Mm-hmm. He's a kid that can really shoot the ball and can get going really quickly. Doesn't need a lot of airspace to get his shot off. So um, whether it's hit-ahead transition um, baskets um, or, you know, 
some of the actions that they run to try to get him shots. We've got to do a great job. And then lastly is, is uh, Muhammad. We, you know, we, got, we have to do a great job of keeping him out of the lane. Um, he's extended his range and improved from last year in terms of his catch and shoot where to the point where right now 71% of the last five games of his of his shots of his attempts have been threes um, okay. you know when when he's not shooting that then he's hard driving right and trying to get to the basket and uh, he's a big physical guard that, that, that loves the challenge of, of, of playing that way and so um, makes makes for for a tough game tell me about the Ohio State defense they, um, they're, they're going to be blocks and elbows, as we call it. They're going to be in tight, pretty tight. They're going to be physical. Um, on penetrations, they're going to be there to try to rake the ball and deflect it. Um, on ball screens, Big Weston is going to be hard hedging, and he does a great job. He's got really active feet and active hands. Um, so we're going to have to be able to manage that and play to the shake side and try to get the ball inside on, on those or either that or drive it. You know, we want to, with the limited... They play six, seven guys, mm-hmm. and we want to try to get into their bench if we can by attacking the front of the rim and attacking the paint and playing in, in, in to out. If we can get into the paint and score at the basket or penetrate, collapse the defense, and then spray it to find open shots, then that's what we want to try to do. In some ways, I'm sure this year has gone fast. In other ways, you think back to all the practices and prepping for Italy and all the uh, sweat that's been put in over these last few months and you have your sense of the the guys just they know what's in front of them here and uh, what, a, what a great opportunity this game and the and uh, as we head for the tournament yeah i think uh, you know the, the the amount of work sacrifice um, struggle at times has really uh, galvanized the guys and they're in great mental space. They're in a great physical space right now. And so uh, it's fun. It's fun to be a part of. And, and, you know, these are some of the things that uh, Coach Underwood talked about when we first got here. And to see it come full circle where you're at the point where you have an opportunity to compete for a conference championship and, you know, looking to extend your postseason play. It's fun. It's fun. It's rewarding for those guys that believed in us early on and believed in the vision, believed in the hope, and now they're seeing the results of it. So it leads, it bodes well for me as a recruiter now to be able to go out and tell these kids, no, nah, we did it, and this is what it is. Thanks, so. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, B. All right. Coach Orlando Antigua on the Coach's Corner. There's the right music, but that's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsay getting ready for Illinois and Ohio State here on News Talk 1400 WDWS, Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Tip-offs at 6, Brian Barnhart and Deion Thomas on the call. We'll be back after the game with the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. I'll be joined by Trent Meacham as well as Michael Kaiser. Calls and texts about what you saw after the game right here. We will talk to you then.